0: Who's eating Who? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, How to Eat a Book, by Mrs. and Mr. McLeod, published by Union Square Kids. How to Eat a Book is a drug-induced mess that attempts to make reading fun. I'll just ruin it off the bat. Eating a book is supposed to mean getting lost in a read. Join the club. At This Goose is Cooked, we get lost in reads every day. Well, will this book get us excited about reading? Or will we have trouble pooping tomorrow? Well, bring a paper shredder and some milk Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on a girl sitting in a comfy chair at her grandma's house, getting ready to dive into a good read. Ah! Quote, The book ate her. End quote. Ooh, where did she go? Doo all we see is the book upside down on its pages. Who cares about the girl? That's a great way to ruin a book. Some people have no respect. We jump to a distant relative now. Quote, Sheila's cousin Gerald sensed something stranger still. His left foot went left, his right foot went wrong, and then the book ate him. End quote. Where did he go? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That's not strange. It's called a torn ACL. One has to ask, why are the books only eating this family? Did their ancestors do something to books? Were they a bunch of book burners? And now the books which have been lying and waiting for the perfect time to strike, have found some of their children who aren't the most coordinated to take advantage of? It's gotta be. Otherwise, I'm gonna have nightmares the next time I walk into a library. And it won't just be about the unpaid overdue fines. We're on to Gerald's sister, Geraldine. Their parents were real creative. Apparently, Geraldine watched it all go down. And did nothing. She must really not like her brother and cousin. She didn't call 911 or frantically ask for help. She didn't even give off a little yelp. Remind me not to go swimming with her. Help, I can't swim! I would give up my noodle. But I'm relaxing. So what exactly does Geraldine do? Well, she's like, if you can't beat em join em so she grabs the biggest book she can find. Maybe I was wrong about her. Is this her way to prove a point and send a message to all the other books? Don't mess with this family. If so, that's pretty brave. And what do you know? The book doesn't eat her. Must be a chapter book. Oh, wait, it did. So now these children are just swirling around deep in the bowels of these books, unable to make any contact with the outside world. And while inside, Sheila asks a question. What's the question you ask? I don't know. The authors won't tell us what the hell she asks. Maybe I'm just missing a page. But we can see her rocketing off with smoke flying out her ass. She must have been getting eaten on the John. That's where I get some of my best reading done, too. We jump inside Gerald's book, and I gotta say, none of this makes any sense. It's like the McLeods are stopping themselves from building a story, or got writer's block and just decided to leave key details out. But we see Gerald playing hide-and-seek with a monster. Is this a repressed memory? Before we can find out, we jump to Geraldine, because we have to. Quote, Gerald Dean tore through the pages to a time where being terrible was terrific. End quote. So, 2020 to the COVID pandemic. But what do you know? The kids start to fight back. And then the books are like, oh no, does somebody have some Pepto-Bismol? These kids aren't sitting right. And, what?! No way! The kids are eating the books now. Talk about a complete turn of events. I haven't seen this much munching going on since after the Tegan and Sarah concert. These poor kids. Their throats have to be getting paper cuts. They aren't even using dressing. (coughs) (coughs) It's a little dry. Grandma must not be feeding them. My, that's desperate. When the kids are done eating, there isn't one page left. That's one way to ban books. Eat them like a drug dealer getting pulled over by the cops. Oh shit, it's the cops! Quick, start eating! Oh, hello, officer? Do you boys know why I'm pulling you over? No. You were doing a hundred and a thirty-five. Whoa, that's fast. I'm glad you agree. Does your dog normally fly that high? No, but you clearly are. Wow, they did it. It's only these kids left. And Sheila keeps asking questions that we never get to hear what they're about. It's frustrating. And Gerald's got himself bent like a pretzel in a bookcase. I don't think there's much hope for that one. And his sister is screaming in the library. She's a menace. How's a guy supposed to look at pictures with all this racket? And we end on some hippie mumbo jumbo. About eating the book and then letting it eat you. I'm sorry. I'm in a wonderful relationship. What's the moral to this? It's that reading's fun. (laughs) Which makes one wonder. If reading was so fun, why would I need to be told? I do it every day. Wouldn't it be something I would figure out myself? This is like telling someone to like Brussels sprouts. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't be able to, because it gets them gassy and bloated. I don't know. But I wouldn't force it on someone. This strategy isn't going to change anyone's mind. In fact. It'll turn off more people than it turns on. What do I think of Mrs. and Mr. McLeod's work? He must have taken her last name. This one's got a lot of fanfare and didn't come close to living up to the hype. The writing was choppy and bounced all over without giving definitive answers to anything. I had to make a lot of inferences as to what was going on and I fear someone lacking my IQ which is pushing upwards of around a hundred, would be extremely confused with just what in the hell was going on here. And the whole moral or premise, like I stated, is kind of tired and pointless. We get it. Reading's fun. You don't need to beat us over the head with it. As for the pictures, I would say they were pretty good, but they were taken straight from Shell Silverstein. And honestly, They didn't do much to help provide context to a story that sorely needed it. If you're someone who loves to read, but wants to rub it in on those who struggle, read this one out loud. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.1. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, but I'm stopping when someone tries to force me to eat it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.